This is Bill Brenner for SearchSecurity.com. You're listening to our Security Wire Weekly podcast for June 20th, 2007. This week, a conversation with Karen Worstel, former CISO at Microsoft and AT&T Wireless, about her new role with European security consultancy Newpart AS. Plus, a new wave of attacks affects up to 10,000 computers. We begin this week with some more consolidation in the IT security market. Tuesday, HP said it would acquire web application security vendor Spy Dynamics Incorporated and integrate the vendor's software as a unit in HP's technology solutions group. HP said the acquisition would help bolster security in its business systems, such as e-commerce, websites, or financial and supply chain applications. Financial terms of the transaction weren't disclosed. The acquisition is expected to close in the third quarter of this year. Spy Dynamics has 140 employees and serves more than 1,000 customers in the federal government financial services and healthcare industries, and has a long relationship of collaborating with HP. The day before that announcement, Patchlink Corp. announced that it would acquire endpoint security vendor SecureWave in an all-stock merger. Patchlink will merge SecureWave technology into a platform to secure enterprise servers and endpoints. SecureWave has more than 1,700 customers worldwide. Its sanctuary software and applications contain policy enforcement tools to manage and monitor device and application use and to protect against data leakage and malware threats. Patchlink plans to combine the endpoint security software with its vulnerability management technology. Next is news of some more attacks involving a variety of malware programs and websites. Multiple security firms warned at the beginning of the week of a large Trojan attack that has proven especially troublesome for computers in Italy. The attack involves a blizzard of seemingly legitimate web pages loaded with malware that could plant a keylogger to steal passwords or turn machines into proxy servers for other attacks. Trend Micro said tens of thousands of users worldwide had already accessed compromised URLs over the course of the weekend, oblivious that the threat was a result of their natural web surfing activities. The initial HTML malware took advantage of a vulnerability in so-called iframes, which are commonly used on websites and commonly exploited. Trend Micro researchers believe it was initially an automated attack created from a Trojan making kit. We'll be back after this message. As an information security professional, you've no doubt heard of Nmap, the popular freeware tool. It can be a huge help in the enterprise when searching for available hosts and services or pinpointing open ports. However, installing, configuring, and running Nmap in the enterprise is no easy task. With that in mind, SearchSecurity.com has teamed up with security expert Michael Cobb to create an Nmap technical guide. This guide details exactly how you can use Nmap to make your organization more secure. This guide is available for free at searchsecurity.com slash nmap. Again, that's searchsecurity.com slash nmap. Check it out today. 
Some of you out there might be wondering whatever happened to the following big-name security practitioners. Paul Kurtz, former executive director of the Cybersecurity Industry Alliance. Karen Wurstel, former CISO at Microsoft and AT&T Wireless. And Pam Fusco, former EVP at Citigroup and CISO at Merck. It turns out they've joined the advisory board of Newpart AS, a five-year-old European security risk management and awareness firm that's about to expand into the U.S. Newpart President Jim Rivas told me Monday that the organization has just launched a North American office in the Seattle area. He said the company is promoting industry awareness of ISO 27001 and other security standards, and the U.S. expansion comes as American businesses emerge from their SOX, HIPAA, and Graham Leach Bliley compliance projects ready to take a fresh look at ISO 27001. As part of the U.S. push, he said the company recently added the services of Kurtz, Wurstel, and Fusco. This morning I have Karen Wurstel on the line to talk about her role in this organization, as well as her thoughts on where the security industry is headed and where her former employer, Microsoft, fits in. Karen, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's great to be here. So you, of course, spent some time as CISO at Microsoft. Uh, let me start by asking how you think they're doing on the security front these days. Well, that's a question um, I get asked a lot when I'm out speaking to different groups, and so I guess that's understandable. And I've, uh, I have to say I've got uh, an outsider's view these days because I haven't been at Microsoft for a while. Um, I, I, I just have to say that I, I know that they have made um, substantial progress, and I think the whole world can see that, over the last um, six to seven years. And in recent days even, if you take a look at things like the privacy rankings that watchdog groups put in place, Microsoft is moving up. And, um, and so they are clearly taking this situation seriously. They're working hard on issues like identity theft. That much is visible from the outside. And I know they've got some of the most talented people in the business on inside. So they've got a challenge ahead of them. They've got to break down some silos and work together across the company. Then, then they really will be able to achieve incredible things in the security space. But I think they've made tremendous improvement. And I have a lot of confidence in my colleagues who still work there. So now um, you've moved on from Microsoft. And um, one of the things you're doing right now is that you've uh, linked up with uh, new part, a European uh, firm, um, and you are on their advisory board, correct? Right. Talk a bit about the organization and how it's going to benefit IT shops in the U.S. Because I know that there's a they're making a big push into the U.S. and that's part of your coming on to the advisory board. Right. We felt strongly that New Part had an approach based on the ISO standards, which are essentially internationally recognized standards based on management systems. Um, and they come out of the ISO 9000 series, which a lot of people have heard about. And one of the reasons that these standards are very successful is because they're holistic and they're integrated and they tend to uh, break down silos that can be barriers to good quality. And, and of course, security is almost synonymous in some ways with quality. Mm -hmm. 
um, because it all gets down into the way you build things and in the way you operate. So uh, when Newport approached us and said, you know, we're interested in in advancing ISO 27001 and we have some tools in that space, I was already working in the ISO 27001 space, um, which ISO 27001, by the way, is the um, information uh, security management standard, which is a part of the family under ISO that includes BS of what, what used to be BS 7799 mm-hmm. and ISO uh, 17799. So a lot of people are familiar with it already through those standards. Now let me ask you. Um, I haven't talked to many U.S. companies that are absorbed with this standard as they are right. with things like Sarbanes-Oxley, yep. uh, Graham-Leach, Bliley. Um, so yep. speak to our audience, which are the IT professionals, uh, many of which are probably having regulatory fatigue at this point. Talk about why they ought to be paying fresh attention to the standard now. What is the security benefit for them, and what also is the benefit in terms of uh, satisfying all of these different standards and regulations that are out there? Well, I'm this is I get I may be a little bit um, uh, unusual, but I get very excited when we talk about compliance opportunities when it comes to ISO 27001 and and the problems that we're facing now in the marketplace in the U.S. We have to deal with HIPAA, with GLBA, with Sarbanes-Oxley, with the new federal rules of civil procedure. We have to deal with the Fair Trade Practices Act under the FTC. We have to be certified under Safe Harbor if we deal with European companies. We have SOX. We have PCI. We are regulated out of our uh, out of our profit margin, <laughs> and uh, and that's the complaint. People are saying, you know, this is just onerous. Well, they're right. If you go about it dealing with all of these things in silos, you will fail. Not only will you not be able to really truly ever be compliant, um, you'll be subject down the road to potential uh, legal liability for representing controls that really were not in place as being in place. And so what I what this nightmare is actually something that has a silver lining and the ISO 27001 information security management system uh, that standard has a way of sh- I've demonstrated it already that we've been able to satisfy the compliance requirements on all these various regulations and statutes with minor with a very minor modification for privacy and it covers everything you could certify under safe harbor with it you could create a defensible standard of care that would hold up under scrutiny and litigation you can comply with PCI you can comply with GLBA all of those things one you build it once you can comply many times mm-hmm. and that is i think got bottom line dollar differences that makes a difference for companies and that's why I'm excited about it because it's not just another way of being you know doing a compliance story it will I believe it'll save us hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars and it will improve um, the security and the control environment around our business so if you want to avoid overlap and you want to save money on the whole process of uh complying with the regulatory and standard soup. Take a fresh yep. look at 27001. Yep.
Got it. Top down, it gives you, and I and I just want to add one quick thing, if I may. Mm-hmm. You know, it, one way, um, um, uh, Art Coviello at an RSA conference, he was giving a keynote speech on the um, for, uh, opening plenary and uh, a couple of years ago, and I'll never forget what he said. It was, um, you know, we put brakes on cars, and, and everybody thinks we put brakes on cars to, so, to go slow. The truth is, we put fancy brakes on really hot cars. Why? So they can go really fast. And that's the control environment. The control environment is something that is like um, putting really great brakes on a really hot car. And if you want to be able to go, you know, business, business at the speed of, of uh, light kind of thing, you need to be able to have the controls in place that tell you you're doing so safely. And um, and just managing the risk for the enterprise, and so that's what this does. It 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 lets us do that control environment in a way that's streamlined. It's not wasteful. It's complete, and it's good. And 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 it satisfies the needs for you know putting those kinds of of breaks on companies that want to be able to be nimble and 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 really compete. Now here's a question I wasn't planning to ask, but. Uh your your break on the cars analogy um, put it into my head. So here we go. Okay. Coviello, uh, Art Coviello, at the last RSA conference back in February, um, gave a keynote, and the thrust of what he had to say was that uh, in the next few years, the security industry as we know it today will go bye bye, partially because of all the integration. Um, that is taking place where a lot of the big IT infrastructure providers, so your Microsofts, your IBMs, your Cisco's, you know, they're they're using acquisitions to to buy up security firms and integrate their technology into their uh, product development life cycle. Do you subs- do you agree with the whole notion that the way to go um, is um, you know part of having those brakes so you can go faster um, is to have those brakes built right into the main infrastructure instead of buying them as separate uh, third-party items? Well, I like the idea that security is not a bolt-on. I mean, mm-hmm. that's always been a problem. And so integration is good. Um, my challenge there would be I want to be able to integrate it with choice. Uh, because my comp- it's not a one-size-fits-all set of requirements. Mm-hmm. Every company, you know, one of the things that's happened, and it's a huge misconception in the business, is that we can write a one-size-fits-all checklist, and we can tote it around from company to company, and that somehow we just give them that checklist, and they just follow it, and everything will be fine. And that is what, that's the risk we run into with, you know, big box, all integrated, it's all built in, here, just use this mm-hmm. kind of software. Um, the, the, the truth of it is, and, and this gets down even into the, the, the landscape of litigation, is that we have to be able to demonstrate that our control environment is responsive to risk as we've assessed it in, individually for the company. And every company, I've done a lot of these, every company is different. They're not the same. You can't even 
say they're really different by industry silo. They're different by the way they've chosen to um, build their infrastructure, by the way they've chosen to source their employee base. And so, and so there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach. So what I'd love to see is an integrated framework that has some capability for easy plug-and-play for, for different choices for things that may fit better niche needs. That would be ideal. But, you know, we're a long ways from that, um, and I'll take some integration and maybe, you know, who knows. Um, we'll, see, we'll see how it goes. It's the, the, the difficulty, too, that the providers have, to be fair to them, is that we're not good as consumers at telling them what our requirements are. We're not clear about it ourselves. We don't really know. And I think one thing that 27001 as a framework can do is help force us to look at it, as you said, in a fresh way mm -hmm. so that we can be clear and express, I need these kinds of features. I need them to work together in this way. One of the biggest opportunities I thought Microsoft had, and one of the things that attracted me there in the first place, was that they actually own end-to-end. -end. They, they have the opportunity to really fix that problem end-to-end, -end, from the desktop to, you know, back-end computing. And uh, um, I was disappointed uh, with the rollout of Vista to see the challenges that they had with coming up to the table and delivering on the promise that had been made it to deliver a, a two-factor authentication integrated across the infrastructure. In order for that to work well, it will have to work in Windows, it will have to work in, in Office, it will have to work in Exchange, it'll have to work uh, you know, across the... Um, the application firewalls, it'll have to work across all their components. And that means that all these various development groups with competing priorities are going to have to work together to get it done. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't see a huge threat on the horizon of anybody delivering on this very successfully. <laughs> but, um, you know, they're trying and they're moving in that direction. Um, I just see uh, still the barriers are um, even the companies who have the opportunity to make it happen are having difficulty delivering on that promise. Well, we'll have to uh, pick up on this conversation in a couple of years to see yeah. how a lot of these <laughs> things have played out. It's going yep, to be a good one to watch. Yes. So we're out of time, but uh, thank you again for coming on. Again, Karen Warstel. Did I pronounce that right? Yes, yes you did. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, thank you. Take care. That'll do it for this week. The latest information security news is always available as it breaks on our news page at searchsecurity.com news. You can also catch our Security Wire weekly podcasts featuring summaries of the latest news and interviews with security professionals at searchsecurity.com podcast. Again, I'm Bill Brenner. Thanks for listening.